Heroes Fan Podcast, episode number 31. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Heroes Fan Podcast. Cliff Ravenscraft in the studio, and I am excited to announce to you that I have two very awesome co-hosts joining me for today's coverage of the season finale, not series, season finale of Heroes. And uh, I'm excited to see what they think and uh, let you know who we have on here. We have Eric Fisher from Indiana, and we also have... uh, Jeff, who is from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hey, Eric and Jeff, how are you? Good. I'm good. Awesome. Hey, Eric, um, tell me real quick, what is your first initial reaction? Like two sentences. What do you think about the finale? I feel like the show has been more on track with what they were trying to do in season one than in the last five or so episodes, including this finale, than the last two seasons as a whole. Awesome. And Jeff, what about you? Yeah, I would say it's a great episode. I, I've only been a little airy, a little, little sorry, a little leery because um, it had been kind of teetering for a while. But yeah, that was definitely a good episode. Absolutely. And I will tell you, this was by far, I, you know, if anything, I, this was one episode that says, you know, okay, this could get good. I, you know, I, 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 I've been teetering back and forth on whether or not, you know, is this a show that I want to continue to podcast about even? But with this episode, I'm like, okay, okay, now I feel like like what you're saying, Eric, is is that it's 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 back to what I really fell in love with back in season one, that that plain, simple storyline. I'm not quite sure about, you know, it it almost seems as though, okay, everything that happened in season two and season three, let's forget about the fact that that ever existed and let's start from scratch and we have the company again right well and if you think about it i almost can say that i liked this finale better than the season one finale like i think this is the best finale that this show has had yet because i remember feeling like we needed a big peter versus siler fight at the end of the first season that we didn't get and it seems like they're almost going to set it up to finally happen now Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree because in, in season one would have been okay, except for they made this huge buildup how to stop an exploding man, and it was just so anticlimactic by the time it finally got there. It's like, wait a minute, where was the big fight? I missed it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and not only that, but the, I always thought from the beginning of season one that you know the whole finale for season one would be saving the cheerleader, and it so wasn't about saving the cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they did that about halfway through. Yeah, it's like, dude, save the cheerleaders, save the world. It's like, what now what? <laughs> anyway, I, I'll tell you what. I was blown away by the fact that they actually killed Nathan Petrelli. What did you guys think about that? Absolutely. I was just, I was like, okay, where's who's going to bring him back to life? How's this going to work? Because they're not going to get rid of him, certainly. Well, maybe they will. You never know. Being in the last episode of the of the volume. But uh, and then when when they started in on their plot, even before Matt started, I'm like, oh, you can't tell me you're really going to do this. I was I was kind of blown away by that. I was like, that'll that'll backfire at some point. I just knew it. And we even see hints of that before the show was over. Yeah, that I mean, I mean, assumedly, 
well, especially with him going over to the clock, it's a ticking. He is now a ticking time bomb waiting to go off. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it, it, you, you got to be kidding me that they would even consider going this route. I mean, it, it for me, there's just no way. I mean, Angela can't be that stupid. I mean, I'm trying to put myself. For, forget being just the the critical person that I am of the storyline in general as a viewer. But even putting myself in the position of those characters in the show, how moronic am I to think that I could get Siler to think he's somebody else? Yeah, I, I think that Nathan, or not Nathan, Noah especially, with how dangerous he knows Siler is, is being very naive as to thinking that they can <laughs> convince Siler for, for too long that, you know, he's... Nathan, it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I, if anything, it's going to be interesting. The first two or three episodes, um, in, into the next season. My my thing that I just like to put out on the table now, I I have to see Siler recognizing the fact that he's Siler. Um, you know, sometime before the third episode. I mean, the third might just overdo it for me because I want to be able. I want the show to be believable to a certain degree. I, I want it to be, you know, I, I I do. I think it'd be kind of cool to see him dealing with that. I mean, they already, gosh, they already gave away the big suspense of is he going to know, you know, with the with the clock in the minute and a half fast. But I would like to see him struggle. Maybe an episode, maybe two episodes, but not too much more than that. Yeah, and well, that was the thing I was thinking of. I kind of saw the Nathan death coming in a lost type way, where they were like trying, they were tying stuff up. And I mean, at the point in time where he and where Nathan and uh, Peter are going down the hallway, and he's like, "You know, I love you, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna die." Yeah, I saw it right then because we knew that a major character was gonna die at some point at the end of the season, and and so I thought it was gonna just be Siler impersonating intentionally impersonating Nathan next season. But to have this whole twist of him thinking he he actually is Nathan is this other whole twist. But yeah, like you said, it it it'd get old quick if they don't do it right. Yeah, I I I I don't mind them doing it. I, and I'm okay with that. I just I just don't want them to do it too long. I mean, I I would love to just see in episode 1, maybe episode 2, all of a sudden, he just comes out with some other power that he is able to do that that is something other than the flying, of course. And then all of a sudden, you know, putting the puzzle pieces together, it's like, oh, dude, no way. Did they just really do this to me? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to go too long before they start uh, start dealing with that. And so now you've got two people, two special people with powers kind of on the loose now, Tracy and Siler. So that'll be interesting to see. You know, um, I really now as a viewer, I, I now Eric, you said you knew that we were going to lose a major character. Is that something that you had read about, heard about? How did you know? I I think I read that as a not as like a spoiler per se, but something in something that a producer had uh, said in like an Entertainment Weekly or something, saying we are going to be killing off like two major characters and something, you know the limousine scene blew me away. Were, were you guys expecting that? No, <laughs> no, I definitely I, not. I, I was, we were blown away. It's like Stephanie and I 
have not high-fived each other during an episode of Heroes ever. And we high-fived, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I'm always positive. It's like, yeah, that was awesome. For a moment there, I actually was excited for Siler to win before I we before they showed us that it was Peter as the president because I thought how cool would it be to have Michael Dorn have Siler be pretending to be Michael Dorn as the president next season, you know? Yeah, that would be cool. Bring him on as a cast to, member. I have to say though when when we first saw President Wharf there and uh he just kind of had this look, there was something in his eyes and I just went and I told I told my wife I said something's not right about him. I'm not sure what it is. So I knew something was up, but I didn't know what. And then when uh, we lost, didn't see that coming. We 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 lost you Excuse there. Me? We lost you there for just a second, Jeff. Sorry, do you have me now? Yes. Yeah, say that. Say that statement again. I just when when President Worf, um, when I saw him, something didn't look right. And I even told my wife I said something doesn't look right with him. And then when they pulled that off, I'm like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Yeah, Steph- Stephanie and I both looked at each other and it's like that was awesome, and 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 that's that's a good thing to 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 feel just getting excited about this show, and for me, I, I I liked it a lot. What did you think about the fact that Claire was so easily accepting of the fact that that it was Siler or that it was uh, her Nathan? Feel free to leave long, awkward silences. That's totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that at first she suspected and then kind of let, you know, put it aside for a second. But I think she started to pick up on it at a moment before they, you know, revealed it to us. Um, I can't remember. There was a point there where. The left-handed signature, I think. Yes, I think that's where it when it was. Yeah, and as soon the, here's the deal. My my thought was okay. As soon as I saw that, I'm making a scene. Yeah, I I think the only re- I think she knew at that point, and it didn't really give us a real good close up on her face, but I th- kind of got the impression that she was, you know, aware at that point. But again, the last thing she wants to do is have Siler go all out on all these guards all around her. Yeah, I guess I could see that, 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 you know, making a stink right there would, would definitely do that. But I, I if anything, maybe she could get away from him is, is all I was thinking. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe she made the right decision. What, what was all, all I can, all I can tell you is sitting in a cell, HRG and Danko, the last thing I'd be doing is immediately trying to make up with him after what he did to me if I were HR, if I were Noah, I'd be pretty upset. I've already forgotten. What what did what did he do to Noah? He set him up. He had Noah shot Taub, or it wasn't Taub at the time, it was one of the other guys, and it was Siler. But Siler laid played dead long enough for them to think that HRG that's why he ran away and ended up with uh the Petrellis. Do you think that Noah and Danko do you think that Noah was really looking to to make up with him? Well, no, they they both had a common goal. They had to stop Siler, but boy, it would have been hard for me to stick my hand out right before Hero froze it. Yeah. What did you think about the lost-esque um nosebleed and headache thing? That was I don't 
Go yeah. ahead, Eric. Go ahead, Eric. I was gonna say I don't I don't know about that. I I was thinking it's kind of funny. Hero's only been using the one. He's only been using half his power for half the season now. He's got the whole time and space. He's only been doing the time thing, and only been doing it for half the season since he got it back with uh, baby touching. Matt's go. baby touched him. Yeah. So nosebleeds now. I, I mean, he's used it much more often previously. I don't know. I just I'd, I'd like to see that maybe there's a a good explanation later other than just burnout. Yeah, I, I, burnout seems to me like it, it's a bit of a stretch. But the, if anything, if I want to kind of help, um, you know, s- save the writers on this one is is the fact that technically speaking, his body completely did get rid of its ability. Um, there was something that's within him that's in his genetic makeup that that is there for it to, you know, kind of come together. But but it had been taken away when his powers were taken away. Then when Baby Touch and Go kind of gave him a little jolt, it it, it started it from scratch again, as as though the power was brand new to his system. And therefore, what the writers, what what Suresh said, kind of makes sense is that you know, hey, your body's developing this ability and it's rejecting it. That's true. Maybe if he had used it a lot more. Um, when he first got it, like all at once, like he's been doing now, he would have had these same symptoms back in last season one. But he wasn't using it like every single. I don't know. He wasn't using it as much, maybe. Yeah, the, and that, the, I, I buy that theory. That that makes sense. Yeah, and, and and the other thing that I think is is maybe the fact that that the reason why it didn't happen before is because maybe it was something that he was quote-unquote born with. I mean, it, it was something that had had plenty of times. It, his body maybe tried to reject it, but be, finally became used to it being there before he actually started to use it. And by the time he started using it, when which is what we see in season one, that, 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 that ability has always been there. He's just never known it. And all of a sudden, it, it's, it's fully a part of who he is. And so when when and and then to go back to my theory is that you know this is starting from scratch again whereas Hero had his entire childhood adolescence and all the way up to where he was in season 1 to kind of his body to accept and to integrate that ability into who he is that he's starting from scratch and so basically his his ability is in infant stat in in an infant status or station or whatever Yeah his power is an in infant in the body of an adult. Exactly. Exactly. So it's progeria. He's got progeria powers. So it, it's and matter of fact, it, using the term rejection, it's kind of like if you think about it, maybe he's had it like a, you know, if you consider his uh, his um, ability to be like an organ, like a heart, you know, your your body grows with a certain heart, and then all of a sudden you put a new one in, and it can reject it, and it may take time before you know. But but, but people with who have transplants, to successful transplants, over time their body becomes used to having that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. What else did you guys like in this episode? What did you think about Angela, Claire, um, Noah? What's going on? What do you guys think? Best line of the episode has to be Claire sticking her head in front of the gun saying, you can either listen to me now or I'll tell you after you shoot me. That was awesome. That has to be the best line. The only thing I would have liked better is to see a follow through on that. 
<laughs> yeah, that would have been good. That would have been awesome. Just to you know, just see the bullet go straight through, and then all of a sudden, you know, she just stands there and and it heals, and she goes, "Now will you listen to me?" Although I have to say, dovetailing what Eric and I mentioned earlier, when Peter and Nathan flew into the room with Siler and the doors closed, I'm thinking, oh, you are not going to keep the scene from me. I mean, I know they only have so much for a special effects budget, but I'm like, here, finally, we're getting the, the, the fight scene we wanted from episode from season one, and uh, now we're not getting it. You know, it's like, oh, behind closed doors, and they open it up, and it's over. You know, it's like. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. Just a bunch of strobe lights. Yeah. I thought we were going to get at least get to uh, when they showed the crack and showed uh, Claire's eye through it that we were going to get the flip side of that where you kind of got a sliver and seeing what she saw of a sliver in the room and see like things flying and, you know, jumbling and and fighting and whatever. But we I you know, they didn't do it. So it's a little bit of a letdown there. Yeah. 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 I'll forgive it if they give if they eventually give it to us. I'll forgive it again. <laughs> We're in this for the long haul, right? Come on, seriously. Yeah. At this point, we've watched three straight seasons. It's got at least one or two more, probably, and so I'm gonna stick with it, to finish it. But I do think it's funny that you know at one point, Lost was kind of stumbling, and Heroes was picking right up on the cues of okay, here's what we got to do right like Lost is doing wrong right now. But things have so changed back to the way they were where Lost is awesome and Heroes is good enough, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I have to tell you, um, my wife's been kind of like you, Cliff, in that it's it's still a good show, but it's not like a great show like it used to be for, for her. And I was like wondering if she was even paying attention to the show. And at the end of the episode... She goes, now, did it get renewed? And then it comes up volume five, and she's like, yes, it's been renewed. So I think this episode kind of picked her up as well. Yeah. What would you think? You know, I, I, what are we going to see in season five? What, or is it or volume five? What do we want out of volume five? Do, I mean, are, a newly formed company? Or, you know, what's the plot device? What do you guys think on that? Well, I mean, they gave a, they called it what redemption? Yeah, redemption. Okay. So I don't know. I, to to throw out a wild prediction, I almost feel like we may see the the good the Gabriel the Siler come out after him be be thinking he is good Nathan for a while, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Is that is? Let's just ask this question: Do we really want to see that? Well, I guess not, because we really do still. I I guess here's what I want. Here's my dream scenario: Have Peter and Siler fight for real and give us that fight. But then eventually, yeah, I would like to see Siler redeemed. I guess because he's been he's always been for me like the most interesting character on the show even from way back when when we didn't even know what he looked like right so that's my dream scenario <laughs> here's what yeah i can't go ahead i can't Jeff. decide if i like creepy siler better or or gabriel better you know because i i liked i really liked seeing him with a son and you know mr good guy clean cut and all that but when he went back to creepy siler i'm like oh this is i like i miss siler he's good yeah, me too. I don't know which I like better. 
All right, so so let me explain to you guys what I think I'd like to see in Volume Five, and and tell me what you think about this. Volume okay. Five, very little in, interaction between good people and bad people. First of all, is there any other bad people outside of Siler now? Tracy is apparently back, and she's think, appears to be very mad. Well, she's mad, but is she really bad? I mean, I mean, she, well, we we know that she's drowned four people starting out yeah. in volume five but we don't know why she drowned those four people and there could be a very decent <laughs> a decent reason to go i mean it, it could be justified well, tracy honestly was never a good person to start with i mean she was called the ice queen before she had these powers okay so when she was a bureaucrat in washington okay so so let's let's assume that tracy's uh, uh she's she's a villain let's just call her a villain and then you have siler he's a villain do we know of any other villains that are still alive? Uh, um, I can't think well, of any. Well, you know, even though I'm, I'm going to go go out on a limb here, and I'm going to go ahead and call Noah a villain. Okay. Because he plays that role of moving the story along in the way of a villain even if he's kind of always on the fence like even in this episode i thought i mean he he probably actually he more than siler has gone back and forth of oh man he's evil oh man he really loves his family oh man he's lying to them oh man he's you know get going back and forth and he did it even in this episode yeah he's he is your typical anti-hero yeah, I, I agree sure. that he's an anti-hero. I don't know that I... If there's anything that has remained constant, it has been the fact that he has an emotional tie and a real genuine love for his wife and daughter. Whether or not he's always made the right decisions, he's always felt that the decisions that he's made has been in the best interest of his daughter and wife. And and obviously, he's got some pretty messed up uh, opinions on, on what's right and what's best for them. But in my opinion... And his, and his son. son. What's yeah, his Larry. name, Larry? Yeah, Larry. Vile. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was a line in the, in the episode. Yeah. What's his name, He's Larry? He's going to die, too. Yeah. He's so, going to die, too. But seriously, though, I, 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 feel like, I feel like at least he his family is what's most important to him. But he, you're right. His loyalties is to the company. In my opinion, his loyalties is is whoever he thinks is going to be the best, the greater good for himself. Number one, and his family. Number two. So, so however, that's kind of the motivation that we've seen from Papa Petrelli and Linderman, not in the sense of the family, but in the, like their calling to like save the world by making the difficult choice and killing a bunch of bad people or people in general to yeah. save all the rest of them you're right you're right it's so. kind of it's strange in that way but it, it it seems that way you know maybe it's just because we've been conditioned to like the people he likes and so therefore right. we're on his quote-unquote side well anyway back to back to what i'd like to see let, 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 let's forget about noah for a minute but let's just take the heroes with superhero powers okay let's turn them not into the company but the, well, you can call them the company if you want. But let's call them the League of Justice. All right. It's, okay. <laughs> and 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 so basically, what I would love to see is not people with abilities battling and fighting and and conniving against people with other abilities and powers. What I'd love to see is a mixture between heroes and twenty four. 
I would. I was going to ask if you were talking about a Jack Bauer kind of scenario here. Exactly. Well, Jack Bauer. I mean, just about everything. I mean, you know, I've been thinking about this because I admit to everybody out there listening to this, I've never been a comic book fan in my life. I've never really got into it. Not that I have anything against it. I just never really got into comic books ever. However, I watch Spider Man, uh, the movies. I watch. Batman movies. I watch all you know the all the Fantastic Four, X Men. X Men. I I enjoy all these movies. Um, what all these movies have in common with each other are you've got somebody who has some extra special abilities or powers, which gives them something that is that is uh, you know greater than just typical human strength or whatever or abilities, and and it's they're always taking those abilities. And fighting against evil in the world. So whether it be terrorists or or you know plots or whatever, it, all these bad things that are happening, crime in the city. I would love to see the heroes that we have come to love and admire. You know, I'd love to see Hero and Ando go out and fight crime and and to catch bad guys and and to see some plot plot lines where they work together. To, to foil evil in the world and occasionally occasionally find out that Siler or some other person with abilities is behind it like Dr. Octavius or or something like that does that make sense sure that yeah I, that's what I'd like to see I'd like to see you know you know, a, a, a terrorist plot against the world you know but but the heroes are able to use their abilities. The only thing is, is there the the abilities in the show Heroes are so far above and beyond that what mere human without abilities could do anything to to stand up against them. So it almost seems like it would be uh, oh, there's another 35 minutes gone and wow, they saved the world again. You know, so that I I don't know if that could get boring. I think that well, I think maybe your theory, or at least like what you'd want to see, could be possibly part of it. Because if the next volume is called Redemption, maybe part of that is these people with powers that have come out purposely going out and like saving, you know, gen- the general population. You know, it's like, like when Superman first started out. Yeah, exactly. I can see that happening. I mean, they, you know, it's it's a PR move. It's redemption of the heroes. Yes. In the public's mind. It's and like, honestly, Cliff, at, at the end of season one, I thought, okay, so now they've done this. What are they going to do for season two? What's left? And I honestly, my thought was what your thought was. Okay, they're going to become this, you know, Justice League, and they're going to go out and, you know, protect, you know, people from bad guys or whatever. Yeah. that that I, I mean, that... that if it just seems like that's the formula that's always drawn me in, sucked me in to all these superhero movies, it it, it has always been that it's it's like here's the here's the plot against the world, not the plot against the other heroes. See that that's that's what I feel like. There's been too much of it. It's like this 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 team of heroes against this team of heroes. It's it's all about people with abilities with very few interactions and very few scenes that deal with people who don't have abilities and some of the people who don't like for example let me give you something that i think that would have totally made this this season that we just finished awesome 
if Larry would have said, I mean, Lyle, <laughs> I, I did that up. <laughs> if Lyle would have been like a key role along with his mom in saving everybody. Yeah. Who yeah. was it? Well, remember for when a while there, Ando kind of played that part. Yes. Because he had no powers, but he really did help Hero out. And Hero, he was saved by Hero, or the other way around. Ando saved Hero many times. But in the end, they kind of screwed us up, or they screwed it up with giving him an ability. Right. You know, I, I'd love, you know. And, and uh, what's his name? Shiret, Suresh. Yeah, that's true. And But the, the, again, this same deal. You know they, they keep. Right, that's what uh, I mean. Is quit giving these people ability. You know the mom when the mom stood up and says, "Listen, you know, forget this. I'm going to take charge here." And when she did that, I'm like, and and I saw Stephanie come alive with that. You know, you want to draw my wife into this show, then then you know make an ordinary everyday woman and and without abilities and and help her contribute to the overall good and saving of you know to, to the plot of saving. The and and uh, and protecting people. I, I just I think that they really missed an opportunity. I, you know, Lyle could be an awesome critical key figure in this season. And and I I, I, I and even the even the writers wrote in. What's his name? Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Lyle? Lyle should Lyle should have saved Nathan Portelli in the finale. That would have been awesome. That would have been truly unexpected. And would it not have been awesome? I'm not sure I yeah. can explain being in there, but yeah, it would be. What, what did you say? You're not sure what, Jeff? It, I'm not sure how you'd explain him being in the White House, but sure, that would be pretty awesome. Well, yeah, the, I agree. I, you know, how how would it work out? I don't know, but it's not even the superheroes versus the normals, if you will. Because even in season one, we were drawn in by Claire because she was one more so the innocent than, yes. the, than the humans. Because we were drawn in by Claire. We were drawn in by the waitress that Hero uh, fell in, into yes. in that restaurant, the cafe. And they both had powers, but they were innocents, as you were. So it, I think that's what it is, even more so than the normals. But yeah you got to feel sorry for the actor who plays Lyle because he's got to feel like, why am I even here? You know, it's like... He's like George O'Malley on Grey's Anatomy. He's Mr. Muggles. <laughs> he's Mr. Muggles. Mr. Muggles more gets... More people know Mr. Muggles, people. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Muggles gets more screen time than Lyle. Uh, but, you know, going back, you you said something great about what, you know, what was it that we fell in love with these characters? You know what I enjoyed? Every scene with Claire in it in season one that I enjoyed was her interaction with people who were not here, who, who did not have abilities. Her boyfriend that she let the secret in on. I enjoy, I loved that. There was interaction there with her coming, you know, sharing who she is. And, and when the Haitian came and took his memory away, it's like, re, remember how, it's like, no, the, I, I love the interaction with the normal people. I, the, for me, that's what I think was, has been missing. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, and they said at some point, or they tried to at least in the season, go back to that, but they did it like so briefly. It was like, "Hi, I'm a nurse again." Oh, now I'm captured in a fugitive. Yeah, it was like one all in one episode, and it was gone again. Yeah, so I'd like to see it come back. Anyway, any other thoughts, guys? 
Um, Matt. Oh yeah, Parkman. Parkman. His burden for what he did to Siler. Although, then again, now I'm thinking about it. Why should he feel guilty about doing that to Siler? It was Siler that he was doing that to. So really, I think the issue here is the. I think the bigger issue is the facade. The uh, to you know Peter and ever and Claire and everybody else that, other than what's her name, Angela and Noah. And Peter, those are not Peter, Parkman. Let me get it straight. Noah, Angela, and Parkman are the three people that know the secret about Nathan slash Siler. Yeah. So there's that facade there. But also Parkman and um, going back to his wife or ex-wife, I don't know if they were officially divorced, but separated. And his child, there'll be that whole, that whole redemption angle to it. Too. Yeah, I, I am interested in in seeing that story uh, unfold for Parkman, and and I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward to Ando, and it you know it, at this point I consider Ando somebody with abilities. How, do we know how he got his ability, or did he just get one out of nowhere? I don't think he ever got a shot of anything, did he? I think he did. Yeah, okay. there was an injection with he, Daphne and Parkman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that so he did. He, okay. So he got an injection. So I, I'm I'm interested to see him. You know, perfect his ability or do, do, to 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 have that ability evolved into whatever it needs to evolve into. I'd like to see Hero um, get some help with with his ability to where he can do it without the nosebleeds and headaches. And I'd like to see him have the ability to jump back and forth in time again. I think that would be good to see. Um, you know, and and. I, I, I like I said, I, I, I really would love to see some kind of plot next season that does not have to do with some kind of conspiracy cover up between, you know, the, the same thing, the same old things that we saw, you know, the companies is the company good or bad is the company good or bad. I, I want to see either the company's bad or the company's good. You know, and, and I don't want the company's sole purpose next season to be to go and try to find all the other people who are all of a sudden who have abilities. You know, it just let those people come up and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, in the day to day routine, all of a sudden, if there's a bad one that comes out and, you know, news gets up, then they go out and they do something about it, but not search them out, you know? I almost get the impression that the company will. Be, I mean, they said they were going to basically reform it. And if you think back a few episodes ago to what Angela was telling when she showed us, you know, the origin of the company itself and said, you know, we had to do certain things a certain way for the greater good or whatever. And Peter said, no, you don't. If you could go back and do it different, we should have, we would have. And I think Peter's going to maybe be in, involved this time with the company and try and you know, course correct, like they said in this episode, with uh, his mom and, and Noah maybe, you know? So so maybe they need to start a school to help educate people on how to yes. use <laughs> Like X-Men. Exactly. I don't know. They, you know what? The, the writers of this show, I, I think they have a really tough job, you know, in that yeah. there's so much material out there that's already been done uh, that I'm not even aware of. 
Agreed. But but there's so much that's already been done in the movies that I am aware of that how do you do it all and be unique and stuff like that? Or here's the other thing about Spider now tell me if I'm wrong or on this one. But even in Spider Man, the movies and stuff like that, none of those things are really the these movies aren't really um new material. They're they're just retelling in creative ways stories that were in the original comics, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah. so so with that, I mean, I guess does heroes have to really be unique? Can can it kind of just borrow from the genre of all the things or do they run into, you know, copyright issues or 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 Oh, I'm I'm sure everybody borrows. I mean, looking at heroes, I can pull out things from Lost and Babylon 5 and all the other sci-fi shows and different things like, you know, like that. It's it's how creatively you borrow and how you how you manipulate them. Right, and make it interesting, and and have us care about the characters. In, uh, yeah, I agree. Be care about. I the guess char- I have to admit, I still do. So I'm still watching. I do care about the characters. That what I what I didn't care about was the plot. I I, I guess yeah. you know yeah. Siler going and finding his dad was not a good plot point for me. I liked that plot point up until it got to the point right about finding his father. I liked seeing him have the sidekick and, you know, the kid. On the journey. Yeah, on the journey. But then when it kind of got to that end point and then it was like, uh, okay, never mind, Dad. Walk <laughs> I even, away. I even enjoyed that. But when he walked away, I was like, okay, what was the point of those five episodes? I kind of right. missed that, you know. But I guess now that I think about it, they did kind of pay off because it turned him around. He said, okay, well, what about my mom? And yeah. then that was cool to see him struggle with that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was he was Norman Bates phasing in and out of being himself and his mom. Norman, Siler, <laughs> 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 that was good. Wow. Yeah, I guess you're right there. All righty, anybody else that we missed? Uh, Claire, you know, um, any any news on Claire? What do, what do you guys think? Um, Anybody else, any other heroes that we're missing out on? Is there anybody that we haven't seen? Anybody that we didn't see in this finale that we thought we should have? Rebel. Okay, or yeah. Or should I say, um, oh, what is his name? I just had Micah. 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 Yeah, it would have been yeah, nice to see Micah. Here. Yeah. But I have a feeling we will see him again in the next season more based on the fact that Tracy's not dead. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Tracy again. I, I really like her character. Um, I, what about what about the the is it Noah or Micah's cousin? Is that who he went to live with? Oh yeah. What what about her? Well, the one who have her. She wasn't in this season at all. I know that's somebody I really liked. I liked her character. I like how you know the, the, I would love to see her and you know the, in the League of Justice, her and uh, Micah team up together and go out on missions. Right. That would be cool to see. It would be cool. Now I'm I'm confused because he's been killed and revives many times. Is Eric Doyle dead or alive? He's dead. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, last so, I saw, he was hanging in Danko's. Yeah, apartment. when he was hanging in Danko's apartment, he was a gift from Siler. He was dead. He was delivered. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was delivered dead. Okay. And and Siler had taken his ability to do puppetry, you know, puppet mastery. Right. right. 
Yeah, you use that today. Yeah, right. exactly. I didn't. I'm gonna have to go back and look because I actually didn't think he was dead. I thought he was just hanging there unconscious. I think his head was slit. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, you bring up a good point. I, I, I don't know that we know Siler, for sure. Yeah, because tonight when I saw Siler using a similar power, I just thought it was his telekinesis type thing he already could do with moving things with his hands and whatever with his mind, not necessarily using yeah, I, puppet I, master whatever's power. No, I think he definitely uh, he, he was definitely doing the same motions of an Eric Doyle. The, in my mind, I don't think there was any question about the fact that he was using the yeah. Eric Doyle method. But whether yes, he absolutely but whether or not he killed Eric Doyle, I, I would agree that we don't. I, I I personally can't say for a fact that I remember seeing uh, evidence that he was doing anything other than hanging there unconscious. I don't recall. Yeah. Hmm. Anybody else? So many people have come and gone in this season. Remember at the beginning of the season and it's like we, you know, the first three episodes, it was just introducing new character after new character after new character. Right. Well, Daphne's gone. Yeah, Daphne. Ah, um, I'm going to miss her. Although I'm I'm surprised at how quickly Matt Parkman has gotten over her. Yeah. Again, well, again, though, in the span of time, I mean, for us, it was much longer than it was really for him of, you know, the point where he meets her. He has the dream about her or whatever journey walk thing and then meets her in real life, then works with her and then she dies. Yeah. Meanwhile, he really was married to his ex-wife or whatever for, I don't know, I'm going to assume a few years. Yeah. So that's a that's a stronger bond and, and the possibility coming back up. Yeah. I, can't, I guess I'm rooting for mar- marital fidelity here. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you there. Um, wh- Somebody else just came to mind, and I can't think of who it was just now. Mm. Talk about Daphne? Daphne, we were talking. Oh, Mr. Turtle. High five, Turtle. I want to see the turtle again. <laughs> Where is the turtle? <laughs> Where is the turtle? What about now that Suresh is no longer the the fly? Uh, what about him going and, and hooking back up with what's her name? Oh, uh, what is her name? Yeah. Maya. 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 Now, well, that's an interesting question because even though he wasn't all fly like, it seemed that he still had the powers, didn't he? Oh, does he still like, have his strength? I think he at least yeah. still has strength and agility or something. Because yeah, otherwise, why would they have grabbed him as a fugitive? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting. The show is just so complex. Sometimes we don't even know what they mean for us to know. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go watch it all again just to confirm things. You do that, Eric. <laughs> Um, well, we got another seat. You got all summer. Yeah, you got all summer. Oh goodness. Yeah. Overall, I'm gonna say that that this was a good episode. I I like Angela Petrelli. I liked seeing Nathan and 
and Peter back together again. Um, I like that Ando and Hero are together working side by side. Um, I like to see that Tracy's coming back. Uh, you know, there there are several things that I definitely liked about this season. I love the fact that the, the limo, I did not have a clue that that was going to happen. And, uh, and all of a sudden, I see Siler trying to transform into the president, but all of a sudden, not able to. It's kind of like, you know, it reminds me of one of those old Star Trek transporter scenes where they can't transport all the way. They are stuck halfway in the beam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, that's awesome. I love it. And then all of a sudden, sure enough, it, it's Peter. And he says, bet you didn't think I took that one, did you? Yeah, and it really was... Good. And it was Spock in the new Star Trek versus Worf in the next generation. There you go. <laughs> that is that is an awesome connection. I didn't even That's think of it. That is awesome. What an awesome connection. Oh, goodness. Well, Heroes is done. This is the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I'm real. Now, now, the guy who created this, his name was Ting Kring. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So in essence, he is back in in the seat again, right? Yeah. So so maybe over the summer we have some hope that that he's going to bring back some of, of the original, you know, the original concept of this show, some original direction, some original thought come up, come back with the understanding okay the you know our budget maybe isn't as big as it used to be and thinking creatively how they're going to still shock and awe us but do so on a smaller budget and still give us what we want and less of what we don't want is that too much to hope for we can always hope but i just don't know if they'll give it to us <laughs> i really but I, th- I think they will i think he has to or it will definitely be the last season yeah. The question is, is can they bring back the casual viewers? I mean, the, no, and, and I consider myself among the casual viewers. Now, obviously, I'm a little bit beyond that in that I'm doing a podcast. But obviously, and, and I admit this from the beginning, this podcast is is not the quote unquote ultra fan podcast. The, the, I, this should be the, the hero's casual van, fan podcast. So the and and I and I wonder if I wasn't doing the podcast would I would I have actually watched tonight's episode. I'm glad that I'm doing the the podcast and I and I'm glad that I've watched all the episodes. I don't ne- regret any of it. Um but I'm just wondering cuz I'm a little bit more tied to the show than the average casual fan and and I know my wife could care less if we would have watched this not tonight's episode or not. And that's, of course, why she's not here. Is I just didn't want to. I didn't want her to feel obligated to come and podcast something about about something that she's not passionate about or ha- doesn't have a sincere interest in. So, you know, I, I just hope I hope that heroes can win her, somebody like Stephanie and and so many other people like her next season I, and, and win them back in a big way. Yeah, I I hope so too. I mean, me being someone who's not even doing a podcast about heroes, but as a casual viewer, I've not given up on it, but mostly because I have invested so many hours into the show already. I just want to see it conclude itself, you know? Yeah. But I think it can end very I think it can end well. Very cool. What about you, Jeff? Think it can end well? I'm. I think so. It just, you know, like anything else, it just depends upon on what they what they set up for this next season and how it's received. I hope they go on a good marketing blitz and really draw people in. 
Yeah, I, I think they can do it. What it need, what they need to come back with is a two-hour season premiere. And it has to be something so awesome that anybody who actually spent the time to go back and watch it, that it blows them away so much. I mean, just absolutely drives them mad so that the only thing everybody who's a casual viewer who quit watching and didn't watch the finale or the um, the premiere that they'll just hear nothing other than how much they missed and that, you know, that what is it? NBC, they'll have to put it up online and make it available for everybody to download and watch for free or something like that. Just because it's going to be so awesome. Everybody's going to talk about it. I think that's the kind of buzz they need. Agreed. They need to come out. They need to come out of the gate strong. Well, hey, guys, thank you for coming in here and uh, being a part of the Heroes uh, Casual Van Fan Podcast. Uh, I want to I give props to you guys. Uh, Jeff, have you and your wife decided to start that homeschooling podcast yet? We have two episodes ready, and I'm hoping the next couple days I'll have the feet up and running. All right. And, be, and if they want to contact you or follow you to, to get more information about that podcast, they can follow you on Twitter at twitter.com slash Jeff uniquely no actually there's a uniquely us podcast oh great Twitter ID so you get that or uniquely us podcast dot wordpress dot com all right so twitter.com slash uniquely us and uniquely us dot wordpress dot com uniquely us podcast uniquely us podcast dot wordpress dot com yes awesome and then uh, of course our good friend Eric Fisher and uh, you have the WBR show we better rock. Yes. Uh, wheels <laughs> bust round. We're both yes. right. All that other stuff. And that's WBR, WBRshow.com, right? Yes. Awesome. And then, of course, we have that is twitter.com slash, and it's Eric J. Fisher, Eric with a K. Yes. Awesome. Thank you guys very much for keeping me uh, on topic here and keeping the conversation going on the Heroes Casual Fan Podcast. This is it for the summer, folks. So uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we encourage you strongly to check out all the other shows here at gspn.tv. When you get there, there's a, a sub-navigational menu that has different categories of podcasts that we produce. We have lots of shows. I really want to encourage you, if you're looking for a show to listen to after this, go to familyfromtheheart.com. Start with episode number 50. And another great show is uh, My Crazy Life. You can get it there directly at mycrazylifepodcast.com. Until next time, join the community. Bye, everybody.